Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered, the Dream Team series, brought to you by the legends at Oxworks. Check them out online. They're the best in the business. Joining us, a fellow that played just shy of 200 NRL games, played State of Origin eight times, and get this, six tests for two different countries. It's quite unique, Brett White. Three tests for Australia, three tests for Ireland. Yeah, it is cool. It, um, you know, obviously, to play for Australia is, is you know, the, the pinnacle, but... Um, to go over and play for Ireland was a, yeah. a real special um, moment for me. Um, my my grandfather come over from Ireland um, to actually work on the snowy scheme uh, oh, wow. in my hometown. So it was really, um, really proud moment for my whole family to um, to represent him. He was a big um, big part of football in our local community and um, a big big part of my life. So to go and do that was um, yeah, it was very meaningful and and a lot of passion. Uh, involved in that when I did play. I bet. And so many times uh, guys, I guess, of our age, they, they reflect on their career. And whilst everything's special for them, all the achievements, what you just said, special for the family, I think we often overlook just how special it is for family members. But it was, and it's funny. Our game is based on emotion. Our yeah. game, you know, the game of rugby league is all about that connection, connection to community, connection to your you know, your people, who, where you come from. Um, and it's really interesting. Like, I, I certainly wasn't the um, the most fittest guy or, or got through – I wasn't a big-minute player or anything like that. But actually going over there and um, playing the first test for Ireland, I got through 75 minutes of a test game. Um, and that was um, the most I'd ever played. And, and to be honest, I, I, I never felt a minute of fatigue. Um, wow. During that game. And, um, yeah, and, and that was a – that was. A, it was actually against Fiji, and it was at the time, you know, Fiji had, you know, um, Petro, you know, all the Sims brothers, yep, um, the Guama brothers. So they had they had a you know, quality NRL, a yeah. lot of quality NRL players involved. So, you know, to go on that high higher level game and be able to do that, um, it just shows uh, the amount of you know uh, emotion that's involved in our mm. game and and and. Feeling that, um, yeah, from a personal point of view of, of you know, how proud and uh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, yeah, as you can imagine, the, the Irish boys are they, they love a good time and yeah. the, the singing of the songs and you know going to games on the bus singing songs. Yeah, Brilliant. it was just such a wonderful experience and and what you know, really was the heart of what rugby league was about. Irish hate a beer too. 
Well, there was a lot of Guinness. A lot of, How do you go uh, with the Guinness? No, well, it's funny. I, over there, um, we spent a bit of time in uh, in England, and, and the Guinness was you know, it was nice. And then we went to Ireland, and it was even better. And wow. um, when I come back to Australia, first thing I done is ring a mate and say, "Look, we're going down the pub for a Guinness." And got home, and uh, he said, "No, nah, mate, I'm not drinking that." I said, "No, nah, no, nah, I've been drinking it for weeks. It's it's unreal. It's great." Come back, had the first sip of one in Australia, and went. Mm, it's totally different taste. It's, it's amazing how um, how different the the flavour is over here. Any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never any of them. Over five hundred to choose from. Download the lot and rip in, legends. Uh, Dream team, how did you go coming up with it? Because you played and with and against some absolute superstars. Yeah, it's funny. I when I was thinking about a theme for a dream team, I um, yeah, I had a had to relate to obviously the, the you know, I've been at three clubs, involved in three clubs, yep. Melbourne, Canberra, and uh, the Titans. So I thought, what's the connection there? And um, yeah, some of the the best leaders out of those clubs, um, and like the current leader at the Gold Coast Titans, has a great mullet. Yeah, so I come up with a mullet theme. Oh uh, yes. So the the best mullets. Okay, um, let's rip in. Fullback, who and why? Well, it come from where it all started down at Melbourne for me. The fullback down there, the great Ryan Pappenhausen, has one of the best mullets in the game. So who else but but him at starting fullback? Now, in terms of mullets, Ryan's is sort of a fashion statement. Are you a, a fashion statement mullet guy or an old school just looks terrible mullet guy? No, well, there is a there is a bit of footage from an incident I was involved in uh, around two thousand and six. Um, Which incident, Zach? Well, it was one of the infamous. Um, yeah, I was probably known better for you know, the. Physicality, the physicality, yeah. and, and and a right hand rather than my rugby league skills, and um, and it's funny when people watch that. Yeah, one of the comments is, "Have you got a mullet? <laughs> uh, did you did you have a mullet?" And I didn't actually have a mullet. I lived in Melbourne. I was trendy. I had a Malay. So Malay. I think I think Ryan's is more of a a Malay. Yeah. So I'm I'm. Yeah, I'm allowing those into the, the starting 13 mullet side. Oh, that's that's terrific. So Pappenhausen at the back, who, who are our wingers? Well, it's no other than um, Craig Bellamy. He, yeah. Uh, back in the day, one of the – yeah, you, you see him in the – I think it was the 94 grand final, might have been earlier, 89 grand final yeah. uh, for Canberra. Yeah. Um, the one he got on for about 12 minutes off the bench and played <laughs> and uh, one of the greatest mullets going around. That's an old school sort of – that, that's a, a um, what sort of mullet would you call that? That, w- that was like a, a dirty, a, a dirty mullet. Yeah, yeah dirty yeah. mullet. Okay, Bellamy on one wing, the other wing. Uh, well, I went a bit of an older theme here. Eric Growth back in the oh, day. Terrific. I thought, and that's a different kind of mullet. The, the, the lesser hair on top, long at the back, almost a scullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a winger he was. You, we didn't. Get to see all of the games from that generation because only two games a week were on TV. But what an amazing winger as you were growing up. Yeah, he was, um, yeah, and such a big part of the, that club's history, you know, mm. the Eels. And, and um, you know, someone that still spoke about today in, in uh, high regard. So, um, what an influence he's had on the game. 100%. Okay, who are our centres? Uh, well, I went from one from new and one from old. So, one of the first centre, Moses Suley. Yeah. 
Uh, big, I, th- I think his mullet sort of um, yep. represents his, his style of football. Big, aggressive sort of a mullet. <laughs> yes, it is. He's um, and he's got the, the tie back now. It's it's quite out of control. So yeah. he's in jersey three. What about yeah. four? Well, we had to have a pretty mullet in there, and you've got oh. to have a center, and you've got to have a pretty one. So uh, Andrew Eddinghausen. There we go. So we, we want to incorporate. We're inclusive. We incorporate all sorts of mullets. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, we don't it, discriminate here. Yeah, the, the mullet, the dirty mullet, the pretty mullet, the, they're all there. Okay, what about our halves? Oh, you can't go past. Uh, you know, I was a Raiders um, fan growing up, and, of course, uh, well, it's the two halves, the halves combination of the Raiders back in the day, the green machine, Laurie and Ricky both had mullets. Um, so they're the, the halves partner. The mullet partners. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better... Visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond, Unfiltered, the Dream Team Series. We're joined by Brett White and the Backs. Well, the Backs have been named. They're the pretty boys that are determined by how much you win a game, but the forwards decide who wins the game. Let's continue on with the mullet 13 and the pack. Who's your lock? No other than Kerry Hemsley. It was a, the long, the lion hair mullet. Call it the lion hair mullet. We are actually uh, coming up with uh, a few different styles within the mullet grouping, and I love that. But Kerry Hemsley, the great former Tiger, gets a run. Okay, let's keep working our way through the pack. Um, so up front, you've got no other than the, the leader of the Titans, uh, Tino Faasu Malawi. And that's just glo- that's a glorious mullet. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, it, is a, it is a true true mullet in all sense. I would love to be able to grow something like that, but uh, you can't grow grass on a busy street, so um, nothing up the top for me. So uh, Tino on one side, who's the other prop? Uh, i go back to Cronulla, uh, Nathan Long. <gasps> yes. Back in the day, the straight running, hard running, um, Nathan Long up front. Not a big guy, but... Uh, Jeez, he, he gave absolutely everything to his position. Played above his weight, I reckon you'd say. Well, I was thinking also along the lines of the, the inclusive mullets, maybe a surfy mullet, would yeah. you call it, you know, down on the, in the Shire, uh, fitting down at the beach sort of mullet. So, Certainly yeah. would. He's, he's a, um, a Sunshine Coast boy and a regular at the Sunshine Coast races, is the great Nathan Long. What about a hooker? Well, I went Benny Elias. Benny had Benny's a beauty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Benny Elias, uh, incredible footballer, incredible mullet. And so we're just left with our second rowers. So I've got one as, you know, I sort of wanted a bit of a, a theme of the clubs I'd been at. So someone who'd started at Canberra and come up to the Gold Coast, Brent Todd. A 
an absolute beauty and, mate, uh, unbelievable footballer that, that has largely been forgotten, and I say that respectfully, but you don't often hear the name Brent Todd mentioned around. No, you don't. You don't. But um, he certainly um, – I know when I talk to some of the old guys oh, when yeah. I was at Canberra, they um, speak highly of you know, his, his toughness on the field and uh, what sort of player he was. So um, certainly, certainly fits into uh, a team of mullets. Okay, last one. Well, the last one's got to be one of the, the greatest leaders, um, yeah, the Melbourne Storm, to wear a nick owl. Yeah. Uh, that you know, fierce, I'd call that a fierce mullet. That, fierce that, mullet. Uh, that, that was an impressive one and, and what, a, what a wonderful leader he, you know, he was and, and, and still is down there, um, his involvement down at the club. Monster of a man too, physically. Impressive. When, yeah. um, actually, when you, you hear him, his story and, and him yeah. talk, um, he's, he's an inspiration, so, um, yeah, he had to be in there. The Mullet 13, Ryan Peppenhausen, Craig Bellamy, Moses Suley, Andrew Eddinghausen, Eric Groth, Senior, uh, Laurie Daly and Ricky Stewart, the Ford Pack, Kerry Hemsley, Tuara Nickow, Brent Todd, Nathan Long, Benny Elias, Tino Farsul, Malaawi. And in the Mullet grouping, even more impressive, we've come up with subcategories. We've got the Mullet, the Mullet, the Dirty Mullet, the Scullet, the Lion Hair, the Surfy and the Fierce Mullet. That is just sensational, mate. On to you. Um, from a 20s coach to an assistant coach role at a couple of clubs, you're an absolute footy head. Do you just love it? Yeah, I do. I, I, I really do. Um, yeah, football yeah, gave me so much and, and to now be able to work in that, that sort of role, giving back to players um, yeah, and, and helping grow players as, as footballers and as, as people, um, yeah, and I always say that yeah, football gave me a, yeah, a father figure, and yep. um, yeah, now I'm able to give that back to, yeah, hopefully, give that sort of um, senior figure to some players and, mm. and hopefully grow confidence within um, some of those younger guys to be able to come through and fulfill their dreams and what they want to do. Um, yeah, football, yeah, as a game, gives people so much in, yeah. in experiences, and yeah, for me, being able to. You know, do what I've done and and you know travel the world and and all those experiences to you know, to be able to give that back to um, you know, ho- hopefully you know, other players being able to f- fulfil their dreams is um, you know that, that's a re- really re- rewarding part and and um, I think as a philosophy why why I got into coaching and, mm-hmm. and why I do it and why I'm passionate about it too. There's a captain and there's a leader, two different terms. Two different roles. What's a what's a leader to you? It's funny. There's different for me. There's different types of leaders. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there's a, the leaders that just lead purely by actions. Mm. Um, there's leaders that you know, drive others. Um, the social leaders. The, yeah. The leaders that you know, bring the energy into a group, um, bring the vibe, bring the connection. Our game is you know, it's built on emotion and and emotional connection. So you need mm. those. Those types of players, and and I think the the best teams or the most successful teams have a variety of leaders. So mm. those those different ones that cover all you know, different areas. Um, yeah, and and to be honest, there's, there's there's not a lot of leaders I've seen that that um, cover those different things altogether. They they really um, that they understand their the good leaders understand their their style and yeah. and, and work to their strengths. 
Always a pleasure chatting, mate. Uh, enjoy your summer here on the beautiful Gold Coast and keep well. Thanks, mate. Thanks for uh, the chat. That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they step foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the best of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Three episodes weekly, all off-season. Make sure you come back soon, legends.